Welcome to Conversations with the Card Reader, the official podcast for the House of Divina. I'm so glad you're here. Grab your favorite beverage and take a seat. Let me talk with you for a while. So welcome back to Conversations with the Card Reader, the official podcast for the House of Divina. For those of you who are new here, my name is Tony and I'm a tarot card reader. I am also the owner of the House of Divina, which is a tarot house located in the suburbs of Chicago. And here I provide tarot card readings for my guests as well as host events. I'm also the host of this podcast, which was created as a way for me to continue conversations with the guests here of the House of Divina, but also as a way to engage those of you who may be obtaining tarot card readings online through social media platforms and in a general format. So not necessarily with a live tarot card reader who's giving you a reading that's specifically for you. My hope is that I'll educate you about the tool of tarot and how I as a tarot card reader am able to get information to help you, but also to make you feel more comfortable so that when you do finally go in to see a reader, whether it's me or another person, you'll be a more well-rounded and educated consumer. Now, as we begin the wrap-up of Season 2 for this podcast, I want to continue the conversation about the tool of tarot and educating you about how I obtain the information to help you move forward in your life. I've been studying tarot for maybe, well, definitely over two decades. And I've used it for myself for all of that time. And it wasn't until probably within the last decade that I started reading for other people. I've told this story a number of times, but I just want to share with you that it's in the studying of tarot, not just reading it sometimes, but getting my hands on books and decks that I come to understand more information. And my knowledge continues to grow and expand as I read for you and as I read for myself and uh, other people. The really cool thing that I like about tarot is that it is so varied right now. Um, When I first started reading tarot, the only deck that I was aware of was what people refer to as the Rider-Waite-Smith deck. Uh, Now, tarot has a different, uh, several different types of cards. You may have heard me talk about Rider-Waite-Smith, Thoth, uh, the Marseille, even uh, the Orisha tarot. But my introduction to tarot was the Rider-Waite-Smith. And that is probably the most widely used um, language or dialect of tarot that people engage in right now. And it's so cool that right that when you're looking for a tarot deck to purchase or if you go in to see a tarot card reader, they may have all sorts of different decks and you may see all sorts of different people in it. But it just used to not be that way. So again, when I first started reading tarot cards or became aware of tarot cards more than two decades ago, uh, there were no people in the cards that looked like me. So thinking about what lends to how I am able to read for you, it's all of the studying that I've been doing for the last 20 years, all of the readings that I've done for myself and for other people. But also, as I've developed and as decks have developed, it has provided an additional lens by which to consider the world and to consider life. Now, there are many melanated decks on the market. One of those decks is called the Hoodoo Tarot. There is, beyond the Hoodoo Tarot, there is also the Afro Goddess Collection. And that's a deck by a woman by the name of Andrea Furtick. Uh, And then there is the Tazama African Tarot. Oh, and now there are also Oracle decks that have melanated people in there. Uh, One of those, one of my favorite, is the African Goddess Rising Oracle by Abiola Abrams. 
So when I'm reading tarot for you, I'm able to see and understand things on a visual perspective differently about culture, about society, about just the engagement of different people. And all of that lends to me being able to read tarot for you even better. And since we're talking about melanated decks, I do want to take this moment to actually acknowledge one of the very first African-American or even Jamaican tarot card readers that I've ever heard of. Uh, They called her Miss Cleo. And as I understand it, she was previously in the arts. She was an actress and a screenplay writer. And when she got the job to be on TV for an infomercial, uh, they asked her to play the character of a of a psychic. And as I understand it, because this woman already used the tool in her own life, she was like, I am not into being stereotyped or characterized. I will read the tool of tarot for people, but I'm going to do it in my own way. Now, everybody knows the story of Miss Cleo and how um, they demonized her and said that she was ripping people off even though she didn't get the money. But that said, I do want to acknowledge Miss Cleo and the amazing work that she did by being brave enough to live out loud the work that she was already doing and doing it in an authentic way. People tend to gravitate to people who are authentic. And I think the reason that the commercials were so successful and the business itself as a model was so successful was because people gravitated to who she was as a person and how she read. And in addition to that, uh, the example that was left, not just by Miss Cleo, but by the media and by business, uh, that has paved the way for many tarot card readers to begin to not only continue to be their authentic selves, but to legitimize the business that they are in. And they work very hard to make sure that people get truth and understanding, a lack of judgment, that they have a safe space to share what they're experiencing so that they can get the help that they need. Now, I will be the first person to say that a tarot card reading is not a replacement nor a substitute to getting the care you truly need. If you know that you need to be on medication, you know that you need something greater, then go in and get the medical help you need. A tarot card reader is not going to be responsible for living your life for you. We will give you insight and information about the cards, and sometimes the cards will tell us when you all need to be medicated. That's just true. Uh, And a, a tarot card reader who is worth their weight, will tell you, I am not able to help you beyond sharing that I can't help you. And perhaps you may want to work with a practitioner or um, who can do something different. So yeah, to Ms. Cleo, thank you so much for being a role model, for being willing to be the first to pave the way and create a path for those of us who have come uh, after you. Now, speaking to those who have come after Miss Cleo, let's be mindful of a couple of things. One, in the United States, primarily anything black is considered negative or bad. When you're talking about our own spirituality or the spirituality of black people here in this country, it was previously illegal for us to practice our own religious beliefs and understandings. And as a result of that, we had to cloak our beliefs under the 
ideology of Catholicism. Out of that was born what people come to understand as hoodoo or voodoo or santeria. Moving forward, those ideas and understandings and the negative connotations attached to Black spirituality continue to perpetuate within the American culture. And so Miss Cleo, unfortunately, was a almost in some ways a sacrificial lamb as it relates to that because it continued to perpetuate the negative stereotype about Black people and spirituality as well as Black women and their ability to dupe the world or um, cast uh, people under their spell and somehow manipulate people. Uh, which is just not true. I mean, there are, let's just be honest, there are manipulative people in every, well, people are just manipulative. People can be manipulative. But if you believe the the narrative that's spun in this country about people who look like me, it's easy for people to target or make an example of people like Miss Cleo. Now, that does not abscom her from the responsibility of um, any action that she may have taken on her own. However, the character of Miss Cleo was a job, just like you have a job. And her providing readings from those who were able to obtain them from her, those people didn't have a problem with her providing readings. The issue was the other people who I believe were on the phone, kept people on the phone for a while, uh, and things just didn't happen the way they wanted them to. Now, there are a lot of people that can be called to carpet for a lot of that. People have to be responsible for themselves. Um, And then, you know, there was business models that came up out of that. But speaking to the people who came after Miss Cleo, brown women have made the decision to begin to embrace their spirituality. And it has happened in such a profound way that it is in the news on CNBC. They started back in 2020 where they did, as far as I was able to find, where they did this big expose about uh, black women reclaiming their traditions, black women uh, embracing the spiritual realm. And then in 2022, they did another expose about how black women entrepreneurs were finding their niche in spirituality inspired businesses. I am one of those black women. Now, while I was not covered in this particular expose, I too am one of those people who came out after Miss Cleo and at least had the model or the way that she left uh, the experiences for all that they are worth, both good and bad, to use as a, not necessarily a template, but just as a lesson about how we do business. And, you know, you have to be mindful of not just who you go into business with, but who you choose to read for and make sure that you have a code of ethics and whatever that code of ethics is that you explain that and you do so unapologetically and that you continue to abide by that so that people come to recognize that you have a standard of ways of how to do business. So yeah, all of that lends to how I, as a practitioner, provide tarot card readings for you. I believe in bringing my whole self to the work that I do. It is only by me doing that, that I'm able to be as effective as I am or as my guests say that I am. And I will continue to do that for you wholeheartedly, unapologetically in every reading that I provide. 
So thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Conversations with a Card Reader, the official podcast for the House of Divina. We have one more episode for this season, and I'll be talking about cardomancy and all the beautiful and amazing things that go into that and what you what you are likely to see when you come in for a tarot card reading with me. So if that sounds like something that you're interested in, please come back, join me on the following Monday for that episode and bring somebody with you. In addition, starting in season three, we are going to be talking about entrepreneurship. And specifically, we're going to be talking about how the world is just waking up even more and how the demand for ethical practitioners is truly great. I want to share with you or explore with you the experience that I've had in transitioning my metaphysical personal practice into a metaphysical legitimate business. So if that is something that is sounds interesting to you, I invite you to continue to stay engaged with the podcast and the community as we explore the process of legitimate, ethical, fair, metaphysical businesses. Have a great day, and I will talk with you all soon. Thank you so much for coming over to my house. If you enjoyed this episode of Conversations with the Card Reader, please subscribe and download the podcast so you're notified when the next episode airs. You can find me on all social media as The House of Davina. Oh, and next time, bring a friend who needs a friend.